Welcome to the Fearless and Successful Podcast, brought to you by Coach D. That is me, and it is designed for changemakers just like you. I am an international success and business coach, and I love, love, love supporting you on your journey to ultimate health, happiness, and freedom. I obsess on all things mindset mastery and business strategy that allow you to design the life on your own terms. This podcast will be led through my three P's, productivity, purpose, and profit, and I will do my best to bring you the industry leaders on these topics, and I am also going to provide you with solo episodes where I'm going to talk about these three P's. If you are ready to dream big, plan for success, and impact the world, let's get this party started. Okay, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you're listening. We are on the next episode of Fearless and Successful Podcast. I have Vicky with me, and she is tuning all the way from France. Thank you, Vicky, and welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And I'm going to start with your short intro. And why I'm going to start with intro, because I want people to understand that we are not having any breaks on this show. Okay. Are you ready? Okay, guys. Vicky coaches clients to achieve more in 50% of the time with more time off. In a world that glamorizes busy, she teaches you how to focus on what creates the most results and drop everything else. This is how her clients create rapid results with ease. She also hosts the Fuck Anxiety and Get Shit Done podcast. Vicky, floor is yours. Tell me where does this all started? So first of all, like how did you came up with idea that or even like what sparked that, you know, world is busy. I'm going to teach you how to make the best of your time. Yeah, you are totally talking to a reformed hustler. Like I was the person, I think when I was 20, when I was 20, I had like a full-time office job and an evening bar job and a weekend pub job and mid twenties, I was working in finance and then taking qualifications at the weekend. And there was like always something to do. And I kind of thrived off it. Like it felt really good. And I didn't realize I was attaching my work to doing all the things until I was launching a startup and doing an MBA and and doing my coaching. And it was like, why, like, why am I doing all of this? Um, And actually that's what led me to have panic attacks, which is what created the fuck anxiety and get shit done podcast, how I sold for that. And then once I was out there coaching clients, I really saw how, you know, we speak about like over drinking or overeating as though they're these negative things, but overworking is kind of glamorized. It's like, oh yeah, like busy people, like means important and there's no one really speaking about like hey this also isn't healthy this also isn't sustainable and this also isn't fun so um it's complete way that we also avoid our emotions and all of our all of the things just like overeating so that's really what led me to hey people and and then the, the best part of this was also obviously as I scaled back in my business what happened was like I 10x my business within six months, then like made another six figures in six weeks. And I was like, wait, doing less actually creates more. And as I started to test it on clients, like it was just 
the evidence was insurmountable that like when we do less, we achieve more because when we do less, we have more energy to do it better. We have to make like smarter decisions up front about what's going to work and not work. And we have plenty of time off. So we're never approaching it from like resentment or there's no kind of negativity there. Um, so those are just some of the reasons why this is just such a no brainer. I love this mission because it's, you know, one, you experience it, you experience it yourself that this works and also with your clients. Um, and what you said, I love it. What you said, you know, life should be fun and so should business because business tends to be like a huge chunk of our life. And especially for coaches who we are heart centered, we have a vision, you know, mission and vision. We want to positively impact, the, you know, the world. Um, where I would go from here is, okay, so someone listening to you and saying, yeah, Vicky, I get you. You can work less and still make more. I hear you. Um, I hear that a lot, but I just can't. How do I work less? How do I shift my brain to actually work less? And what is the, actually the needle mover? What do I need to focus on? Yeah, that's such a beautiful question because it is like that kind of thing where we're so afraid to drop the ball and, and work less until we have evidence that it's going to work. But we know that that's never how life works, right? You don't have the proven ending, the proven result at the beginning. So it does require taking that leap and being like, oh, you know what? I'm going to stop, you know, let's say currently you're on like Instagram, TikTok and LinkedIn and you're noticing that actually you're you don't enjoy LinkedIn and you're not getting clients there like stop using it let's say that you um on the flip side you have a coaching business and you have like five different offerings and you're like well I only really love one of them like we're so afraid to let go of all the things because we think more is more opportunity to make money or more opportunity to have impact and it's just not true it's kind of like Think about someone on a trampoline, like a really long trampoline, and they're jumping horizontally side to side, and they keep reaching the same height, but they're using all of their energy jumping up and down versus someone jumping on a trampoline on the same spot. And what's happening is they are able to get higher and higher with the same energy. That's what happens when you do less. It's not like, oh, I'm just gonna do less and it's gonna be unproductive. It's like deciding what's really working focusing on that, doubling down. Like I, so when I moved to, so now I do group masterminds only. I don't work with clients one-to-one, but when I did that, I had a lot of demand still for one-to-one and it was, you know, going against what was working for scalability. And so I know what it's like to take that risk and be like, well, this new thing might not work. And it, and it's not to say like, hey, you're going to do less and it's going to work immediately it's not. You need to start thinking about your time like an investment and your energy like an investment. Like money is like kind of the bottom of the three, I would say. Would you say that this is kind of a belief, belief for people who are just starting out um, and they believe that, especially like new entrepreneurs or coaches who have this traditional mindset, you know, where I'm paid by hour yeah. and how is it how was for you like were you in this like okay i'm just starting out and i switched the 
the jeers like immediately or is what okay i'm scaling now so i'm gonna double down on the things that are working could this be implemented also by people who are just starting out yeah i'm so glad you asked that because that was also me and also a lot of my clients so another example i could give you is one of my clients had um consult calls so people could schedule sales calls with them and they had them like scattered all over their week whenever someone could they would do them instead and we started working together and then it was like okay she had one day a week for consults which meant that she could then plan the rest of her week and be focused and be in control and what happened and also another thing she was doing was having them back to back and we started breaking an hour between each of them and her brain resisted like what I've gone from people being able to book 20 sales calls a week to like five I'm not going to make as much money because more is better and the opposite of course happened she got more effective at the calls people had to be more patient so the people were just like fuck it I'll just try it and see what happens weren't doing it like all of the systems came together to work better um so it completely works along the whole way what what a difference might be for a beginner is i would say they might be still testing linkedin instagram and facebook and what i have my clients do is like a two-week test or a four-week test if they really you know if they want to um spend time in them before they really focus on one like at the beginning i would say really one or two um and another thing on that point is i mean there's a lot of words out there about like growing your email list. And one thing that I will say to a lot of my clients that are starting out is like your email list is the smallest place out there. Like it just, you're gonna like hustle to get like, I mean, I remember having 17 people on my email list and feeling like I'd made it. And, you know, spending so much time writing emails, like what was I doing for those 17 people? It just was not a productive use of my time. So I I like- Five of them were like family members, right? Right. right, probably for sure. Like it was, it was just the amount of time that I was giving. Like, again, if we think about time as an investment, um, same thing I would say to people is how often are you just like going and copying and pasting the same post in five groups, you would be better off going into one group and building actual relationships with, you know, people. So all these kind of things, like really thinking about the time investment instead of just, I think the hard thing for new entrepreneurs and new coaches is if you're doing it full time is you do have all the time. So why not fill it? And then you start your business building this habit of, of accepting busy work that doesn't need to be done and getting fiddly and down in the details. So I think that's interesting. So we just, if we break it down, like the message here is to be really self-aware of what are the things that are bringing the results and and you can only do that if you measure, you can, what you measure, you can manage, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what I see with a lot of people, they just implement something and without being aware, like they are doing the same things over and over again. And they're like, these things are not bringing me results, but you know that these, these things are not bringing you results or little re- results, but you're still persistent um, mm-hmm. with that. And oftentimes it comes to a belief that what you said, you know, it's different from the patients, you know, seeing if something works and having that patience, okay, I'm going to track this for two weeks and see what happens. But what happens like that these people are, okay, so it works for someone else. I'm going to do the same thing. And 
people are saying yeah you need to wait like one year or two years that you know success is on the long run can you speak a little bit about that right so as in like there has to be a specific amount of time that you have to be in business before you can be successful right it's like if that was true wouldn't everyone that was in a two like two years into their business would just be successful like really sit with that for a minute because there are a lot of these rules this is like you know, I really go against all of these time rules. Um, there are a lot of these rules like, well, you can't be successful in your first month or your first year or your two year. And the reason why these are so problematic is because not only does it shrink us, so we show, show up as a shrunken version of ourselves and we hide away and we've just, just basically given ourselves an excuse to play small. But then when we are successful, we, we make it mean that we were just lucky it was a fluke and it fuels imposter syndrome it's like this isn't working how I thought it was going to work it's going better and instead of that fueling success confidence it's fueling success intolerance like the opposite and that's when we see people do really well at the beginning and then completely retreat and freak out because like it's not worked how it's supposed to so if time was responsible for our results everyone would be at the same level at the same age at the same amount of time in business it's just not how it works, like full stop. <laughs> Love this. And I think, you know, what came to, to me right now is like, you know, when I, there was a point when I said, you know, fuck this, this doesn't work. Enough is enough. Mm -hmm. I can't do this anymore. Um, but I felt this huge stuckness. Is that even a word? <laughs> I felt so stuck. I didn't know like, so, okay, if this not working, but that's all that I know. Right. Um, how do I do I quit? What do I do? And, you know, rebel that I am and, you know, I built this resilience. I, I knew that I needed to ask for help and to find someone else who, who is there, you know, where I wanted essentially to be. What would your advice be to people who are, you know, I'm in this place where I'm not getting done anything. Mm. I think that I'm productive. I work from eight to four, but I have nothing to show. But I just don't know what is there. Like, what, what, what's different? What, how does the world uh, differently looks like? Like, what is that? Yeah. Yeah. So two things that I'll offer. One is, uh, and something I have my time hackers do, is every Monday you pick three priorities for the week. Based, like, it's that upfront decision investment that you are making to make every other decision that week easier of like what do I think are the three things that are going to move me forward this week so for any new entrepreneurs I would say that's going to be based around meeting new people um, building your own confidence and expertise and having like in-person or online conversations and networking um, more so than I would say it's perfecting your website or building another freebie or anything like that um, really like the quickest the quickest way, the, like the quickest way is to talk to someone for them to know what you're doing, especially in an online world that's so saturated. Um, so definitely I would say, what's the quickest way for me to accomplish what I want to accomplish? What are my priorities? And then you filter every decision. So it may be that on a Monday, you've said my priority this week is to um, meet more people and then you decide I'm um, in that that means I'm going to try get on some podcasts or I'm going to approach a Facebook group admin and see if I can because you you might not have a Facebook group 
You probably don't. You might not, you might have one with a hundred people. Someone else might have one with 10,000 people, but they might also be so busy in their business that they would love experts to come in and teach in there. Like there's so many different ways. This is why there's not like one bulletproof, here's how you grow your business because it literally is, there's so many different ways. So be willing to test those ways, exactly what we spoke about earlier with like test, like basically creating a hypothesis, testing it and being willing to get rejected 50 times. I will never forget, uh, my best friend is in recruitment. And when I started coaching, I said something to him like, oh, I don't know if it's working. I don't know if I can do it. And he goes, oh, have you had like a hundred no's? And I was like, what are you talking? No, I've not had a hundred no's. What do you mean? I've had like three. And he was like, three and I was like yeah he's like okay and it just struck me like let's not be spoiled like nowhere in the world is it like and you start a new business and you go into sales and everyone says yes and you don't even want them to because every time you are selling yourself you are selling other people you are selling yourself this is how you get better at speaking about what you do on email content on social content in videos like this is the training ground go speak to people not because they're going to say yes they're probably not but like maybe a few of them will and that's fine but it's really how can you get more and more comfortable at speaking about what you are doing so I think that's really important so we are yeah I love this because essentially what we are doing we are really narrowing down to these activities that that make the the most results that we should focus our energy um, you know on that and Entrepreneurs, like, I think that what you said, you know, building your website, you know, that's not, that, yeah, I, I get this so many times with new entrepreneurs, like, I need to build my, I need to build my website, I need to do my logo, and I know, um, I need to write uh, an article for Forbes, and then I can go out, and you, you're just busy being busy, uh, and what you said, like, go out there and be curious and put yourself out there, because when even if you have the website and the logo and you publish something in Forbes, you still need to get out there. So why spending like six months to really doing those stuff that don't bring any results instead of like just, you know, going out there. So tip number one, fearless people, take action now. Whenever, even if it's like, I don't care if that's like midnight, you're listening to this. I want you to reach out the admin of your favorite group and ask them if they would feature you, if you could do an expert training for them. And if you're already built your publicity or you are like a really awesome, like, um, yeah, then I want you on your, on my podcast. Um. <laughs> <laughs> That's an invitation people. That's so good. Yeah. It really is like, um, that willingness to just start and just keep putting yourself out there because one of the reasons why we want to have the article on Forbes or have the perfect website that that has come up, it came up for me, it's come up with hundreds of my clients is really, we don't feel legit. So we need like a tick or we need everything to be perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't solve not feeling legit by having a website. Otherwise everyone would just feel legit because there's like billions of websites. It really is that confidence in speaking about what you are doing and believing that you can help people and what you do is valuable and that comes from the conversations way more than the website way quicker than the website so i'm gonna ask you something like really provoking so when you have your consult however you are closing your clients your mastermind uh, peeps um do they ever ask you like can i can i see your website okay so 
I don't do consult calls anymore. It's like an application to work with me. Um, I, I'm gonna. I'm doing a group consult this this launch for the first time because I think it's gonna be really fun. Um, but I had one client um, about a year ago and she went to my website and she said, I looked on your website and it was in the wrong country. Like I was in England, like whatever it was. She's like, and I looked and it was the wrong country. Um, like, I don't know. Like, and I was like, listen, do you care what country? Like, I've just not updated. She's like, Is, are you registered in the UK or are you registered in the US? And I was like, do you, no! really, do you really care? Like I said to her, it was such a great coaching opportunity to show her that her brain was looking for a reason to say no. And really I said to her, how, how critical are you of yourself? She's like, oh, the most critical. I was like, are you putting things out there? Like, no, because she had to double seven times check everything before putting it out there. I said, this is a skill that you need to learn. So you can definitely spend time reading my website. And and because this was on like the privacy, the terms page or whatever. It wasn't even one of the main pages. I said to her, your brain's really gone around the loop to try and find a reason to say no. We ended up working together, obviously, for nine months. And it was great. Um, but it was just so interesting. If It tells me more about the person than it does um about my website on the flip side I've had a lot of people message me and contact me about how great my website looks and who did it which is so funny because I did it I did it with WordPress and Elementor those are my two secrets everyone do it um and you know it really my time hackers brand launched uh started October 2020 and I can tell you that my website was still speaking about fuck anxiety and get shit done when I had my six-figure launch like people do not give a shit I promise you no and and I think that you know you guys listening to this right now this is a coaching moment so Vicky invited you to actually look what are the excuses that you are choosing instead of like really taking action because mm -hmm. this is essentially what it means. Like you, when you choose to do your website instead of, you know, connecting with your potential client or, you know, just going through your list and, and sending people messages and connecting, I'm, I'm not saying spamming, connecting with people, getting interested in people, what they need, what they want. If you're choosing to build your website, you're choosing the excuse. Mm -hmm. You, you are you're just making an excuse. Okay. So I, this, I, this needs to be done instead of like, what is really important? Yeah. So she was like, actually like, you know, the country, what, is this really important? <laughs> is that like, you know, um, maybe for someone, but also on, when you said like, okay, uh, I, I ended up working with her nine, nine months, obviously she needed you. Uh, she needed that your beautiful brain to, to go from the excuse mode to get shit done mode. Um, yeah. yeah, I think what was really powerful for her to probably experience was like, I didn't flinch and I never for a minute made it about me. I was able to see how it was completely about her and coached her and showed her some uh, her own pattern and she was like whoa <laughs> how that's do you know badass. so much about me that's <laughs> yeah that's yeah. cool yeah so cool so now when you work with your mastermind people so mm -hmm. how does that look like so what are some of the biggest problems that you solve to people in your mastermind it's really this concept of like taking a long taking the long route because it's more comfortable in the short term versus deciding to do the uncomfortable thing and then take proper rests 
So really how I see the quickest route to success is really like high interval intensity training, how that's the best way for us to get fittest in the shortest amount of time. It's the same with our brain. So it's like, go and then rest, go and then rest. So people are either like not going enough, like procrastinating and doing all the busy work or not resting enough. And I swear, and it's so interesting to have them together. And sometimes we do a combination of both um, to really, we would really think like, oh, if I just needed to do less, that would be easier. That's way more uncomfortable. It's way more uncomfortable to say no to, I don't know, like spending an hour scrolling on Instagram, looking at other people's branding when it's like not useful than it is to, you know, create maybe, I don't know, your own logo in Canva or something, who knows? Like it's more uncomfortable to be alone with our brain and our thoughts when we've never been taught how to do that. That's why we live in a culture of over-drinking, over-eating, over-exercising, over-Netflixing. So really like, but that's the key. The more willing you are able to be with yourself and your brain, the more your brain is gonna give you absolutely genius ideas are going to propel you forward like you you know Einstein said it he said imagination is more important than knowledge but we don't leave our brain time to be imaginative if that's the right word because we're always busy consuming knowledge so <laughs> this is the opposite this is so cool and this is so aligned oh my god I have so like my, 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 <laughs> my mind just goes uh, um so first thing first thing you mentioned um, something that can feel a little bit triggering when we say, like you said, be with your mind. Yet we know that our monkey mind can sometimes trick us and give us unsolicited advice <laughs> where our ego can try to, you know, or prevent us to doing something that might help us. So that, and the second thing is like what you said, imagination. I think I was just reading a book. Um, my, my mind, shut up. Um, it's an old law of attraction uh, teacher, Neville something. And the book is called Imagination is Reality. Mm. And in this day and age, I think that we are just so distracted with all this good stuff that are out there that we forget to have our own creativity and be more like, like kids. I'm a mom of three kids. I am so blessed that I get to experience their fantasy world, of course, with help of Disney uh, movies, but <laughs> this is literally the best, the best, the best thing that can happen to someone that you go back into that childhood where you were not just dreaming, but actually creating through the imagination mm -hmm. and when you invite imagination in your life i'm not going to say magical things happen but things happen things happen like the, the and and a lot of people use like okay so that's visualization yeah but also like when you imagine that you're going to create something powerful you're going to find a way to create something powerful Instead yeah. of like being distracted and, and, and watching what other people are doing and scrolling Instagram and whatever, but actually like invite your imagination and, and think, okay, so what can I create? What can I co contribute? What, 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 what can, what is me essentially? Mm -hmm. What can I put out there? Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I love that because what really drives me in my own work is I think 
every individual on this planet is uniquely primed because of their lens, because of who they are, where they are, their age, their gender, and all of these different things. They see something. We can't all see the same world. We just don't, which means every individual is aware of things that aren't working, which is the first step to solving them. We have like people problems and people solutions. And what stops people from creating the solutions and going out there and, and offering them and, and solving these problems is that part of our brain that's like, but what if you're wrong? But what if you fail? And other people are going to think this about you. And all of this bullshit that we've just never really been taught how to manage our human brain, our monkey brain. Like it really, it's it's not the boss of us, but it tells us things and we take orders and that's the wrong way round. And everyone, anyone listening, like you are far more capable than your brain wants you to realize. It wants you to think that you can't. It wants you to think that you shouldn't. And I'm telling you, and Deanna's nodding, so I know she agrees, that you can and you are capable and you probably have everything you need right now. Like, do you see, like, full body (laughs) chill. And I think that this is the moment for breakthrough, you guys. If you, until this point, haven't realized that, you know, and all of my guests are simply amazing um, because they bring you same topics, same, same, um, what is the word? What is the word? Same practices, but in a different perspective. And, you know, and by now you should know we are in hundred and I don't know which podcast show uh, episode. (laughs) By now, you know that. It's not just, but, but, but what are you doing? But who are you being? What I love about what you just said is that even proves what I was saying true, which is like, we can all come solving the same problem and we all have a slightly different way of doing it, which appeals to different people. Like I'm not going to heal 7 billion people and their relationship with time and their results. I'm just not, that's why like the more people we have helping people, the better, um, So whoever you are, it's kind of like, you know, do you need to conform to look a certain way or like I've got a nose ring. Like when I worked in finance, it was like not cool to have a nose ring. It was not okay. I did not have a nose ring. Um, And now I really, I really like it and I love it. And I can tell, or even my swearing. So my podcast, Fuck Anxiety and Get Shit Done. I have people message me and say, stop swearing or someone someone messaged me recently and said go read a bible um and on the flip side I have people messaging me saying like because you swear and like I can relate to it I feel like it's speaking to me so for everyone listening speak your truth and you will help your your people like it's not anyone's job to help everyone that's why there's so many of us and this is so fun because I have a lot of like really religious clients um that sometimes when I say like holy crap or, or shit um they would say like they would get um a little bit triggered mm-hmm. but then uh it happened one time with with one of my clients and she said something i don't even remember which which curse word was and she said you know that i never curse like never but i'm so excited <laughs> <laughs> and it was like kind of i gave her permission to yeah. be who she felt in that moment yeah and really be free like you know without judgment and i think that we are just judging ourselves like that's the the word today (laughs) we are so mean (laughs) you know and uh, what we essentially talked about uh, at the beginning like before we started to record like being kind to yourself that's the best gift you can give 
to you. Like, you, you know, you don't talk those kind of words, nasty words with, with a friend. You would be without friends if you would talk mm-hmm. with friends like you talk with yourself. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I also would argue that it's the best give that, gift that you give your clients and your business and your family relationships or partner relationships and your and the world. Like it's literally, it does not cost anything to be kind to yourself. It's actually going to make you um, a way more present partner and mother and CEO and whatever, you know, whatever it is for you, the different roles that you have, like kind it's like, you know, we've heard it so much, like take care of yourself first, put the life jacket on first. And then we just like, don't do it. And don't think anyone's going to notice. And we think it's fine. And then we're always tired and we're always running around. And we're always, we have this like hint of like guilt, even when we're doing all the things that we shouldn't be doing all the things, or when we take time off that we should be doing all the things. And it really is slowing you down. It's like trying to get through your life with a backpack full of like heavy rocks. Like you just want to put the bag down and lay the rocks out and then you'll move quicker. That's what being kind to yourself does. That's what, you know, like making sure that you do kind things for yourself are. So beautiful. What I'm going to do after this recording, I'm going to lie on the ground for 10 minutes. Yeah. And have peace before my monkeys come home. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the, 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 so act of kindness guys don't be so i want you to start with yourself you can be kind with your neighbor with you, with the person um in the store if you are still going in in the stores i am not <laughs> sure where you are in the the world we in sweden we are in our bubble um start with act of kindness for yourself so mm-hmm. this is your homework you guys and call to action one thing that you can do for yourself today um that will show you that you're kind to yourself yeah and what I love about the example you gave of like 10 minutes is we think it has to be this super dramatic thing it can literally one of the things I have my clients do is like sometimes just play their favorite song sit up from their desk and like move their body it's like throughout our evolution like moving our body has like been like a signal to our brain of like joy so if you want to like lift your energy up then put on a song and lift up if you want to you know calm down then you know, lie down, whatever it is, five minutes always beats zero. So stop with the story that five minutes isn't worth it or one thing isn't worth it. That's exactly the opposite. And I think make it a habit. I think that's like really, really important. Like, because I think that we all know by now that, you know, small, consistent thing, like you, you know, like brushing your teeth takes two minutes, guys, in the morning, in the evening, or if you do it in between as well. Two minutes of your day but imagine if you wouldn't do it for a month <laughs> oh gross <laughs> like you know small tiny habits that really add up and i love that you mentioned brushing your teeth because it's like we do find time to brush our teeth but what if brushing your teeth was was taking 10 minutes would you just still not do it for a day or two days or a week no you would fucking do it so that means you could do this like because you, you know that it's like on a long run um you're preventing yeah you know all this stuff you know and it's the same with the rest what we are essentially doing we are preventing the burnout the stress mm-hmm. and all this stuff you know mm-hmm. take rest now 10 minutes because you know what what can add up at the end if you're not taking those time off it can take you like one month uh, that took for me to you know recover from the burnout 
Mm-hmm. And it's not cool. It's not sexy. So, you know, better 10 minutes every day or five minutes yeah. than, you know, <laughs> my phone got up. But, you know, do it 10 minutes, do it slowly, do it like in small incremental changes. Yeah. And what I love about the two call to actions we've given today is they go so well together because one is do something that's going to move you forward, like send a message to someone with a Facebook group. And the second one is do something kind for yourself. And that combination of the doing of the two call to actions we've given you today is really what creates like rapid results with ease. It's like taking one step towards what's going to move you forward and messaging in the Facebook group and then taking one step to do something kind to yourself. And the more you do those two things back to back and repetitively, the more you have fun now, the more you achieve now, and the more, you know, it's literally what we spoke about. Achieve more in less time with more time off. Done. (laughs) And you know what? I'm going to give you another call to action. And before I do that, I would love to wrap this up by asking my favorite question. Vicky, what is your go-to platform? Where do you have the most fun? Well, I mean, I love my podcast. Like I really do. But I also, um, I also really like Instagram. Yeah. So guys, what you're going to do, um, we are, we, this is the, to wrap this up and what Wiki just said, you know, you're going to first connect with people like, um, or message the group owner of the, the Facebook group owner of Facebook, admin <laughs> of the group, uh, that you're on a Facebook and then take rest. And once you've done that for a week, you guys, for one week, I want you to screenshot this show and share with you, with us your takeaway. Mm-hmm. I want you to really be mindful about the power of, you know, this one week or maybe two weeks and sharing what has, has happened under this one week. Mm-hmm. Share this with us because, you know, we, and especially with Vicky, we're going to put um, her Instagram and podcast, of course, and her we- beautiful website. Um, but really be mindful of that. It's not just, you know, you taking action, but also, Yes, I did this. I'm going to anchor this and I'm going to share with people who actually um, got, gave me this advice. So, yeah, do you have anything to add? No, that's it. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> this is so beautiful. And also, I would love people to check your freebie. What is your free gift mm-hmm. that you are giving to our audience? Yeah, it's the free fuck anxiety guide. It's basically um, like one sheet of information of everything that you've not been taught about anxiety that you definitely deserve to know that can like eliminate all the judgment and all the stories. Um, and the sec- and on the second side is like the exact questions to ask yourself when you are experiencing anxiety that pulled me out of like daily panic attacks into not having one for 18 months. And really like, they're just always there for you once you have those questions at any point in time. And this particularly works for my ADHD people. So take this guide, <laughs> um, <laughs> you particularly. Um, oh, this was so, so good. Yeah. yeah, it's just at vickylouise.com forward slash guide, but it's V-I-K-K-I, but I'm sure we'll leave the link. Yeah, we're going to put all the links in the show notes. <laughs> this was so beautiful. Thank you so much. Um, guys, don't forget to take the screenshot and just share your feedback. Because it's, it's really important that you do that. Um, we are holding you accountable. And I think you need someone who will hold you accountable and kick your butt. Okay. That's it.
that's it thank you so much speak to you soon yeah. ciao Thank you so much, Fearless Soul, for taking the time to jump in today and listen to this episode. I know your time is the most valuable asset, so I don't take this lightly. As a sign of appreciation, I would love to give you free access to my 21-day Mindset Mastery and Business Strategy program. All you need to do is take a screenshot of this episode and tag me in EG Stories. Until next time, dreamer. Mwah.